0: everyone, my name is Pamela Pitcher, and welcome to my podcast, Awaken to the Best You. This podcast is designed to inspire and propel you to a newfound level of empowerment and clarity. Through cultivating the art of thinking, you'll learn how to detangle your thought knots and train your brain to break through obstacles. You'll learn to focus on what matters most and make effective choices to become a remarkable you. Welcome to Podcast 25, Your Unconscious Mind, the You Inside of You. The Inner Workings of the Mind. Boy, I wish they'd taught this one to us alongside reading and writing and arithmetic, history, and art back in school. After studying neuro linguistic programming, hypnotherapy, meditation, taking several self improvement workshops, and reading countless books, I now understand the importance of training our brain to think optimally. Had I known then what I know now, I can only imagine the life I could have created. In NLP, we describe the conscious mind as the keyboard and the unconscious mind as the hard drive. We akin it to being a computer. This metaphor tells us that what we consciously focus on programs our unconscious to get to work on creating the object or circumstance of our focus. As I've discussed in past podcasts, we think what we think based on our socialization, those people, places, and things that have shaped our world. We often think what we think is true when we think our conditioning. To change our experience, we need to change the way we think. An athlete who thinks they have no chance of winning at their game will never win. They have programmed themselves to fail. whereas. If we know we will win, without a shadow of a doubt, we will win. You can if you think you can, and you can't if you think you can't. This is because of your experience has resulted in us having limiting beliefs and negative self-talk. Then the negative is what we consciously focus on and program into our hard drive. The unconscious mind will dutifully follow your instruction of failure and negativity. And since it communicates with feelings, the result of failing will ensure that we feel bad, or angry, or jealous, or feel resentment. Whereas if we can listen to our thoughts, pay attention to what we think, and spot a limiting belief when it arises in our mind, we can stop it short and take away its power. I've given techniques on how to quash limiting beliefs in past podcasts. So I'm not going to repeat that now here. What I want for you now is to get clear on how the mind works so you can train your brain as required to live the life you want, to be successful however you define it. We strive for goals always. Whether it be learning how to make a souffle, to running a marathon, or attaining that dream job. We humans are goal-oriented beings. If we can present our unconscious mind with success goals, we can become successful. Whereas if all we think about is things like, why me, poor me, I'm not worthy thoughts, then our unconscious mind will create that for us because our creativity lies within the subconscious mind. What often stops people from working towards a goal is worrying about what other people think. There's nobody else in this world like you. Nobody else in this world has had your experiences and therefore nobody else thinks like you. So worrying about what other people think is a waste of time. If you're worrying about their thinking, you're worrying from your perspective of thought and not theirs. Worrying is endless loop thinking. It's a futile exercise. If we put the same energy into thinking about improving our thinking, so we sharpen the actions of our mind, our lives would improve exponentially. Your personality is not in competition with any other personality. You're just different. Just like every snowflake is unique, so are we. In NLP, we say there is no failure, only feedback. Everything is a learning experience. Errors, mistakes, and failures, as well as successes, we've learned from all of them. Once learned, they have served their purpose and do not have to be relived over and over. Often, it is more important to know what we don't want than what we do. We can then concentrate on what we do want and program the success mechanism of our creative unconscious mind. I recently read a book called Psychocybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. I highly recommend it. It's one of the best books I have ever read on how to modify our perception and train our brain. The following is an excerpt from the book from the chapter, How to Utilize the Power of Rational Thinking, Examine and Reevaluate Your Beliefs. I'm quoting Maxwell because he says it better than I ever could, I think. Or maybe that's limiting belief, but regardless, I'm going to give you some good words of his now. One of the reasons that the power of rational thinking goes unrecognized is that it is so seldom used. Trace down the belief about yourself, or the belief about the world, or other people, which is behind your negative behavior. Does something always happen to cause you to miss out just when success seems within your grasp? Perhaps you secretly feel unworthy of success, or that you do not deserve it. Are you ill at ease around other people? Perhaps you believe you're inferior to them or that other people per se are hostile and unfriendly. Do you become anxious and fearful for no good reason in a situation that is relatively safe? Perhaps you believe that the world you live in is a hostile, unfriendly, dangerous place or that you deserve punishment. Remember that both behavior and feeling spring from belief. To root up the belief that is responsible for your feeling and behavior, ask yourself, why? Is there some task that you would like to do, some channel in which you'd like to express yourself, but you hang back, feeling that I can't? Ask yourself, why? Why do you believe that you can't? Why do I believe that I can't? Then ask yourself, is this belief based on an actual fact or on an assumption, or a false conclusion. Then ask yourself the question, is there any rational reason for such a belief? Is there any rational reason for such a belief? Could it be that I'm mistaken by this belief? Am I mistaken by this belief? Would I come to the same conclusion about some other person in a similar situation? Why should I continue to act and feel as if there were true if there's no good reason to believe it? Why should I continue to act and feel as if this were true if there is no good reason to believe it? Don't just pass these questions by casually. Wrestle with them. Think hard on them. Get emotion about them. Can you see that you have cheated yourself and sold yourself short, not because of a fact, but only because of some stupid belief? If so, try to arouse some indignation or even anger. Indignation and anger can sometimes act as liberators from false ideas. An old farmer said he quit tobacco for good one day when he discovered he left his tobacco home and started to walk the two miles back for it on the way he saw that he'd been used in a humiliating way by a habit. He got mad, turned around, went back to the field and never smoked again. This book was first published in 1960, and the words back then are as true as the words today. Think about all the things we humans have thought about over the ages that we thought were right and now we know better. Things like, you can see the Great Wall of China from space. Well, actually, you can't. Cracking your knuckles will give you arthritis. It doesn't. The artist Van Gogh cut off his ear in a fit of madness for a woman, is the story we were told. But it was most likely caused when he had an argument with Gauguin who attacked him with a fencing sword. It takes seven years for your body to digest a piece of gum. When actually, it'll pass right through you and leave your body within hours or days. I was relieved when I learned this because I swallowed a lot of gum when I was a young girl. I've actually thought that it might be causing some blockages in my intestines as I was older. So, never question that one, was just told that one. And that one was told to us that we'd stop chewing gum. You are not your habits. You are not your thinking habits. Thankfully, we humans have the freedom to choose that goes far beyond choosing what to eat or what to wear or who to love. We can choose what we think, and what we think is what we become. Sure, it takes a little discipline, but you have that in you. You gave it a go and kept repeating yourself until you learned how to walk, how to talk, how to tie your shoelaces. You spent so much time making bows, putting one lace through another and through another until you were able to tie your own shoes. Learning and discerning your learning is an innate part of you. Embrace your God-given talent. Observe the quality of your thoughts and make changes where necessary. Life is a journey, not a destination. You never arrive, so enjoy the ride. Please remember to subscribe and share across social media. I'd really appreciate that, as Awaken to the Best You is my way of giving back. The more, the merrier. And I'd also love to read your comments, so please send your feedback my way so I know how to help you the most. Thank you again. Ciao for now.